Here is a podcast for the sermon for the first Sunday of Lent, Sunday the 21st of February. I will mention three pictures that will be on our PowerPoint. Uh, these will be in the words of the sermon also available on our website. And may these words be pleasing. Amen. In this our long season of waiting, we have arrived in Lent, a time to build stillness and strength, a time to discover, to rediscover where we are most likely to encounter God. Where are we most likely to encounter our God? Lent is not a season to give up joy, nor is it without humour. Here are three pictures. We began our season on Wednesday uh, with this graphic for our services, which to me said Ash Wednesday. Our James, teenage James, ever helpful, passed my computer and laughed. Ah, Tash Wednesday. It was never quite the same. Also, this week was a Matt cartoon in The Telegraph. It has two caterpillars, one saying to the other, and then after months they emerge from lockdown looking fatter, hairier and much worse than before. Well, call me an optimist, but I am hoping that we discover and rediscover many beautiful things in our world and in each other when we get through this trauma. Talking of trauma, our Old Testament reading this morning takes us to the end of the great flood from which Noah and uh, the animals were saved. Here is another cartoon by Matt, one that depicts the ark. This a Christmas card. It has three turkeys and one says, have you ever wondered why there are two of everyone else and three of us? message of the great flood is that God has power and reason to stop the clock, wipe the slate clean and start all over again. The sign of the rainbow is God's promise that he will never do this again. He finds a different way to cover our shame. We claim that way in Jesus, who in our gospel reading, in this, the season of Lent, heads to the wilderness, there to encounter God, there to be God. In Lent, we are called to discover and rediscover where we are most likely to encounter God. One place we long to encounter God together is here in church. For now, we give thanks for the different ways that we can be together on a Sunday morning. Here is a story from when we were once able also to meet in Hudswell Church. One evening in late spring, I led a service on a beautiful and sunny afternoon. There was only about 10 of us, so it was 
easy to ask questions and lead a discussion after the reading. I explained that having been on a waiting list for an allotment, Gillian and I had just received news that we had been given a plot on Westfields. It had been well looked after, but in the short space of time between the previous tenant leaving and ourselves taking over, the plot had become overgrown, the good plants shooting up alongside many varieties of weeds. What would be the advice of the good people at church in Hudswell? What should we do? A man I did not recognise was the first to respond. For taking his uh, advice, I apologised for not knowing who he was. I, I expected him to be someone from the village, but he explained that he was visiting from Lancaster. He said that he would clear the plot and start afresh. Clear the plot and start again. Do you have an allotment? I said. He explained that his job was working for his county council. His job was looking after all the allotments in Lancashire. That was his job. Everyone else dutifully agreed that they too would clear the plot and start again. Maybe you can guess the reading for that afternoon, the parable of the wheat and the tares, the servants reporting to their master this unholy mix of good grain and weeds. And you will remember the master does not command that they are both destroyed together, but rather that they are allowed to grow together and not separated until the harvest. Thank God that his approach with us, different to our approach with our plot on Westfields. It was, as I say, a beautiful sunny late spring afternoon with blue skies, but also frequent showers scuttling through on the wind. The view from the back of Hudswell Church was and is stunning and worth the risk of getting everyone out of the church mid-service to look across the valley towards Richmond and on the hillside our new allotment on Westfields. What greeted us in skies across Richmond and across the allotments that afternoon was a beautiful shining rainbow. For Noah and his boat was Adam. He encountered God in the garden, but when tempted, he failed. Put in the wilderness, he was still with God, but when tempted, he still fails. In Jesus, this is put in reverse. God is found in the wilderness. Jesus is tempted, but prevails. In Holy Week, we will find God in the garden. Jesus will be tempted, but will prevail. We too can seek to find those places in body and mind where we most encounter God. If I wish 
a bike ride. I must first get on the bike. If I wish to go somewhere by car, first get behind the wheel. If I wish to go for a walk, first put on shoes. If I wish to make music, first sit down at the piano and lift the lid. If we wish to meet God. Now we may be content only with those unexpected moments such as rainbows in Hudswell. We may choose, however, to lift the lid, to discover and rediscover those places where we are most attentive to our God's ceaseless presence. We can tune in to God's rhythm of life, morning prayer, evening prayer available each day here in our benefice, we can light a candle, read and pray. We can walk more gently in God's world by consuming less. We can do more in terms of service, loving others as Christ loves us. In all these things, may we find stillness and strength satisfaction and joy in this season of Lent. And so a prayer. May God bless us, that in us may be found love and humility, obedience and thanksgiving, discipline, gentleness and peace. Amen.